0: Yeah, I'm checking the settings, guys. There's nothing. Nope, the audio is definitely delayed. Fuck. Okay. It's not jack shit I can do about it now. All right. Well guys, uh I sh- Welcome in. Uh we're going to we're going to go ahead and get started. I'm super bummed cuz I thought that I had this whole audio delay thing figured out, but it's not. Uh, apparently it's just my streaming software. It's a flaming pile of dog shit. So I'm just going to have to deal with it. Uh and you guys know how this whole thing goes. Welcome to the to the dealio uh what time is it? Yep, it's 4:01. So, it's time to start. Uh, welcome everybody. Y'all know how for the longest time I was doing the I got to get my head right cuz I'm super cheesed about the audio delay. So, this episode's just going to have to go right to uh iTunes and shit cuz it's not going to be very good in YouTube. Uh I was doing the whole movie quote thing, but I've just changed it up a little bit just to keep it fresh and interesting. I might bring that back at a later date. But for now, I'm doing something a little different because I'm asking y'all, the print family, questions. And then I'm looking for your answers in the chat while I'm going over the introductions and all that shit. So, today's question is pretty straightforward in my opinion. I want to know what y'all are using in regards to white plastisol ink. What brand... uh, And what, I guess it's what skew within that brand. So the Union Bright Cotton White or Wilflex, whatever. Want to know what white you're using. And I also want to know why. Do you use it because it's the only brand your local supplier carries? Or have you done extensive testing and you found that this particular brand is the best and why? Let me know in the chat. And while y'all folks are doing that wonderful thing, I'm going to roll the motherfucking print life intro. And oh welcome back, print family. If you're new, if as in if it's your first time, my name's Cam. I'm a self-proclaimed print pro, self-proclaimed. You know because i'm so humble uh and i also have a small print shop at phoenix arizona called monument limited uh just a tiny little place where we do a lot of cool stuff um in this show in this live podcast do a couple of things first thing i do is uh talk a little bit about industry news sometimes other times we'll cover like news on local printers and shit like that Once that thing's wrapped, we do a little business topic. Sometimes it's long and in-depth. Sometimes it's short and sweet. And then at the end of that, we do, I think, the most popular segment, which is the live Q&A, where you submit your questions in the chat, and I do my damnedest to answer them to perfection because I'm just so good at all this. Truly the best. Do you agree print family you better not because that would be sick Uh, wanna just before I get into the whole thing I like to go to the chat and just say what's up to everybody so let me work my way down the list here starting at the top standard graphics which was here hanging in there he thought he missed the thing but he's here Welcome my friend. I think this is your first time here. Donnie Michael. How's it going? George Leon Fitness. Welcome back. Welcome back. Michael Maxwell. You made it from New York. Glad you're here. Jason Ends, Welcome as always. AJ Mori. Think you're new? Don't recognize you from last time, but possibly. Elevation Print and Sign. I'm a Gorilla. Pathos Screen Printing. JC. Ride Beats. Working my way down the list custom works alan defy uh matthew hills okay that's that's who i see here so far so welcome everybody rob campbell i think you're a newbie and and i think i pretty much that's it for now okay so everybody welcome and uh oh yeah i gotta do the the social reminder man. I gotta do this because this is apparently based on metrics from YouTube and other people that do videos and shit. They say that you should uh ask your viewers to do, you know, share and like all your social stuff in the beginning and then at the end, uh for maximum efficiency. So I'm gonna do that. But I hate doing it, but I know I need to do it, so I'm gonna do it. So here's the deal. Uh everybody, first and foremost, if you're just tuning in or if you've been here before, y'all I do daily vlogs, or I have been all this month. Uh, They take a lot of work, so I'd love it if you kind of binge-watched them. And the good news is is that I've separated them into playlists. There's the 2016 playlist uh, where it plays from my oldest to the newest. You can literally go to the playlist, hit play, and it'll play from the oldest to the newest. I hate it when a vlog goes in reverse and shows from the newest to the oldest because I want to see it in sequence like a show. It's the point so I've, I've done that for you but make sure you're watching my vlogs because they take a lot of work and it's really cool I just watched my first ones the other day it was really it was weird I started them last September uh, okay so do that man the vlog thing also follow me at cam urban on Twitter and on Instagram subscribe to the print life podcast on uh, either iTunes or Google Play now this is important guys people are listening to the damn thing maybe it must not be y'all because i know that the the official print fan would actually go in there and leave me a five-star review and a nice little comment talking about how it's the best podcast uh in all of podcast history i know you guys would say these things but no one's saying it so if you're listening to it log in there five-star review killer uh killer you know little, little something something And let's get that podcast growing because I'm trying to hit it at all angles so I can start getting some sponsors and so that I can keep doing this. Uh, And last but not least, uh, a lot of you guys are already there and thank you for joining, but head over to the uh, Print Life Facebook group. It's doing pretty good. I think we already got like 79 members and y'all are talking in there, which is dope. And I'm trying to chime in once or twice a week. I don't do it every day because Facebook's not exactly my jam, but I'm getting into it because this group thing is kind of fun and you all are really digging in there I love it yeah yeah guys son of a bitch you did it I read it it's the, let's look I gotta explain something real quick if you're listening on the podcast I use this this software called OBS studio that chat just popped out to me I see delay it's like my fucking vision zooms in on it I have done everything in my power to stop this delay it happens sometimes sometimes it doesn't i am now convinced it's the obs software because it's free and usually when something's free it's a flaming pile of dog shit but i'm using it and sometimes there's just a delay so i'm sorry i promise you i'm more pissed off than you are about it (sighs) where was i Fuck do it. It's like when you when you know it's delayed and it's not a beautiful thing It's like your head gets out you get out the game. So I got to get back in the game So let's not like you said let's not mention the delay because it's it's insane oh, la, 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 la. Let's get on to the answers man Like, because I asked you guys a question maybe you heard it Maybe you didn't but I'm wondering what white plastisol ink you're using and why? Let me see if anybody actually Responded to it <clears throat> okay they did they did they did now the question is okay so you say it It looks like it's there total ink solutions cotton white jason N. so he's using total ink solutions just says it's smooth that's his explanation for it okay i'll take that ryanette lava white because it's the only one that you've ever used this is from i'm a gorilla i got dude I could have swore I ordered it a few weeks ago. It's still not here, but it's supposed to be here already Uh, Yeah, yeah, I just I did this one last night. I'm vlogging about it. This is supposed to be my throwback kind of like a vintage Athletic shirt. Yeah. Yeah, we're crushing it with the monument limited shit uh-uh. pap, pap, pap. Yeah, it's cool. I'll be doing a thing with it probably on tomorrow. So we'll be giving them out Green galaxy meteor and comet from Ryan dude. All y'all are using Ryan stuff. Okay uh yeah i do like right i like that the white water based i think it is comet that stuff is that gives a, if you can do two sometimes three hits on it and build up the white it is the smoothest it's smoother than any plastisol it's so clean but you, it's what's wonderful excalibur i have that that's going to be in my test i have a little bit of it i have not printed with excalibur ink i have quite a bit of white stuff so i'll let you know there isn't. There is a delay with the audio and video, guys. I've been doing everything I can to fix it. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> okay. It's not perfect. Yeah, the, the the sync is off. Sorry, guys. Da, 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 da. Yeah, everybody seems to just be using Ryanet, so that's my answer for that. Uh, I, if everything goes well, as long as that lava ink comes in, I should be doing my uh, my uh, my white comparison test this Saturday, so you guys should have it Sunday or Monday. So I'm excited to do that. Uh, anyway, okay, guys, thanks for answering my question. Another question next week, so be ready to chime in in the chat. In the meantime, it's time for the. Do, do 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 The Print Fam News of the day! Day, 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 Guys, this is sometimes my favorite part of the date, sometimes it's The not my favorite part but today I'm pretty excited about it because I went through the Facebook group and I saw that some people were posting the what's going on in their shop and that was kind of exciting to me so I took the goings-ons and I put them onto a piece of paper and I'm gonna use that as my newsfeed so let's start with it my dude Sonny Gray of SG printing I think he's also an Arizona native he is crushing the black and white photo game and Here's the crazy part. it's on a one of those single palette four color manual presses, like one of them eBay presses, and he's just he's he's nailing it uh and I think the coolest part about his projects and where he's at in it is he's just getting started, and like a lot of us that have been going on doing this for a few years now, you remember when you were like you were, you had to set shit like you had to burn the screen ten different times to get the image to hold in it right and you would have to um uh wash the same you only had six screens so you had to keep uh, you would try to expose it it would get messed up you'd have to reclaim it you would recode it you'd wait you'd do it again you'd reclaim it you'd recode it. you'd do it again and again and again and it's just like the grind was real and i have like fond memories of that time and another neat thing about going through that which is what sonny's doing is that It really makes you appreciate when you get the right equipment because you know how difficult it can be when you don't got all the things you need so kudos to you Sonny, for just digging in and doing shit and I gotta tell you man uh, considering what you got which is a heat gun uh, a single station press uh, you're crushing it because I saw the prints on the Facebook group they look amazing dude so SG printing is crushing it keep moving forward I love it dude In other news, in, in other news, in other news, Jordan A. Truitt of Alive Design and Print says, actually he didn't say anything, I just saw this in the feed and I was like, this is cool. So, Jordan is in that solo shop stage of ownership where he's doing like 20 hour days. You know like consecutively to get caught up and then he's having like two three days off and then he's doing another 20 hour day kind of thing which you always go through in the beginning um and it can be a bit overwhelming because when you're not printing like straight through the night then you're dealing with clients and then you get worried he's basically at that stage where he probably needs to hire somebody but he's still scared and he's not sure if he's going to be a good boss and if he can pay the guy and how to how to uh to hire people use all those things but sounds to me like a live design and print is there and they will probably be hiring their help very soon so congratulations on that because you're crushing them 20 hour days uh and even then even then dude even if you're just doing like you know two or three of them a week get someone part time to help you out help you clean the screens help you reclaim them even just having that little low paid person just to do that stuff does take a huge amount off of your chest and you can train them pretty quickly to do that and then step in and help you just with the hard labor on the manual press so consider bringing somebody in low cost part-time it'll it'll be worth it for you Uh, so that's kind of cool and then the last one on the deal was a quick one and this is michael maxwell i saw that he posted on the on the facebook group a picture of his new shop and the thing looks dope I think he's a plumber as well so somehow he's getting into screen printing but he's not yet I couldn't quite tell and I didn't go back to the Facebook group to follow up with this but he's acquired his first dedicated print space or a print studio Uh, as far as I could tell he hasn't named it yet but congratulations on the first step I saw a nice six color manual press back there in the corner so that's dope and I'm excited for you, Michael Maxwell. Anyway, that is the shop news. I didn't see anything uh on the interweb about industry stuff like customing or Amazon. So we're moving past it. We're moving past it. The next thing on the list. Y'all know what time. Do you know what time it is? What time is it? Cause we're done with the news. It's God damn time for the business topic of the day. The business topic of the day. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. There we go. Today in the business topic of the day. I I need to call it something else because it's like this is the screen printing topic of the day. But sometimes it's just general business. Sometimes it's about screen printing. Today is screen printing specific. Because this isn't going to be a long one, but I just want to briefly talk about print placement Because I've noticed over and over in every format on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram Someone's always asking about print placement, specifically on left chest stuff But also on the front, on the back, on the sleeves So I want to start this thing off by saying, to my knowledge Okay, to my knowledge there's not an industry standard for placement. Been to all different kinds of shops, seen all different kinds. I asked twenty different printers, and it's always slightly different. What I remembered, what what I entered into the industry, it was <laughs> they used fingers. Oh yeah, yeah, regular front print, three fingers down from the collar. If it's short, you go four. If it's really short, you go five. On the back, you do two hands. What the fuck ever. There was um it was it was it used to be done by fingers I didn't like that so I went to inches and um, through a lot of experimentation and just what I find to be aesthetically pleasing I've came up with a standard of measurement that our shop uses but I just want to put this out there to my knowledge again there is no standard there's no right or wrong answer to measurement as far as I could tell because I've never seen two shops uh, do their standard placement The same measurement. I think the closest thing you can you can get to it is the three fingers down on the front and like the full hand on the back or some shit like that. Closest thing I've seen. But um, where was I going with this? The way that I feel like I had a much more deep place to go with this, but I didn't write it down on my list, and now I'm kind of I'm off topic here, and I forgot what I was going to. Say, hmm, ma 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 mia Oh, yeah. I wanted to show you guys what I've done. And maybe this will help you. So, you can have some standardized placement, right? Um... Uh, you can, you can set it up like, okay, on men's crew neck t-shirts, it's going to be this, this, and this. On women's crew neck t-shirts, it's going to be this, this, and this. On v-necks, it's this. we got a standard back placement. you got a standard side placement. Blah, baby, blah, 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 blah. So what I wanted to do, and if you're listening to the podcast, you're not going to be able to see it. So I'm going to try to visually explain what I've done here. This is what we use and I've had this, this hangs out right next to the press and this is our standard shop measurement guide. This not only helps uh, us keep it consistent, but it helps the guys if they're like shit, the client didn't specify how far down this should go. So this just helps them. So as you can see, it's a poster and if you're listening, it's got a bunch of t-shirts in grid format. There's measurements and then there's boxes representing graphics without a graphic in it. Uh, and you can see like here on the adult large t-shirt our standard measurement is 2.5 inches down from the collar seam to the top of the yard um, We also have a grid on the shirt and this grid is they there They're inch squares to scale and if you look on our left chest, we'll usually go about 2.5 inches from the center line Uh, over to the edge of the artwork which makes it about 3.5 on average to the center of the artwork on the left chest again 2.5 inches down for a square Uh, this is some standard shit you'll also notice on a standard shirt if it's a wide short image then we'll take it down an extra inch so what we've done is just made some standard measurements and I think that if you guys if your shop does something similar to this you'll be in really good shape uh i guess that was more like a quick tip it didn't like now that i'm looking at it you guys it did (laughs) doesn't really feel like a business topic of the day it kind of feels more like a quick tip that i could have just done a quick one minute video on um see if i wrote anything else in here Oh, yeah. I have seen some shops and this – I guess this is – we don't do it just because I think with with whatever you're trying to do, you're trying to set a standard uh, that doesn't deviate too much because you, when you hire new people, you don't want to complicate it. But I have seen a lot of shops that will do like – they'll adjust. So like on the small shirt, they'll do it at two. On smalls and mediums, they'll do it at two inches. On largest and extra largest, they'll do 2.5. And then double X, triple X, they'll do like 3.5. I've seen shops try to do this, but I in my personal opinion it produces very inconsistent results. I would rather just have a standard measurement and the only time you deviate from it is if the client specifies like, "Nope, we don't want you to do 2.5 on everything. We want you to do 2.5 small through extra large on on double and triple X, we want you to take it to 3.5." If they don't specify it, we do the same across across the board. Uh, and we always, always, always specify the placement in inches on our work order. And this is where I think is another business tip for you. Specify how many inches down you're going on every graphic. Because then if the client says, well, this isn't as hard as I thought, I says, well, we talked about it and you told me it was 2.5. So we printed it at 2.5. And you agreed to this. And uh, that's where it's at. You guys, this was a i didn't like this business topic of the day should have thought about it better because it was just more like a quick tip um... i think though i think that worked out pretty well yeah that was more like a quick tip of the day and uh... after that guys once i get through that which i just burned right through that twenty minutes in and we're already done uh, it's time for what I believe most of you tune in to do, which is the live question and answer of the day. It's time for the Print Family Q and A of the day. That's a Wednesday Q and A. Yeah, Q and A time, guys. Uh, if you're just tuning in, thank you for joining the show. As you may have noticed, there's a bit of an audio-video delay. There's nothing I could do about it. I don't know if it's a hardware thing, but let's just move past it. Um, it's time for the Q and A, so start throwing me your questions in the in the chat box. And in the meantime, while you guys are doing that, oh no 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 no, not yet. Start feeding me your questions. But I forgot that I actually had a. Instagram shout out of the week. Now this isn't a print this isn't a a print shop. Okay? And I think we will we would all agree that in the printing world, the graphics world, we go hand in hand. You know, the design firms and the illustration firms, they go hand in hand with the print industry. Uh, because they're the ones that create the graphics and we print the graphics that they create. And with that in mind uh, This... Let me sh- let me share this thing. This particular company is called Lincoln Design Co. And I've been following them for a long time. They're pretty prolific on Instagram. They do some incredible design work. But I saw this. So this is like a two-for-one shout-out. This graphic set was done by Lincoln Design Company. I think they're in Boise, Idaho. But it was for a screen printing shop. And I saw this and I was like, damn it, why didn't I hire them first? I really like the one... With the skull hand holding the squeegee. God damn it, I want that. But apparently this is for machine screen printers also out of Boise, Idaho. Uh, but these guys are just crushing the graphics department. So I figured they deserved a shout out. Now, they're a premium design firm. So you're not going to get a graphic for 100 bucks from them. But if you got a bit of a budget and you this aesthetic, which is kind of a vintage uh icon kind of aesthetic it looks like that's then this is your firm man like i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna hire them to do some graphics for monument and for the print life because they can do it and you can see that they got um just uh, dude i don't know i mean i just felt like i wanted to shine a little love on this firm they don't need it or anything but i just felt like they're doing some great stuff they're really in the scene it looks like they're really dabbling in the streetwear game which I have a lot of respect for so they're just doing some things that I like to do and it's just really impressive so I thought I should shout them out so make sure to head over to Instagram and follow them at Lincoln Design Co and just browse around man I mean they're really look at these look at these graphics brother they're just they can create you a graphics sheets if you want and then on top of that It makes me want to shout out machine screen printers okay cuz I found them uh, through Lincoln Design Co and you know you just got to give it to a, a screen printing shop that willingly hires graphics guys that are just professional look at their boxes it's like a sticker pack on the box you can't beat that that's just there's something neat about this and it really takes me back to when I was a kid because I've collected stickers my whole life and I would have killed for that sticker pack right there and I just think it's neat man and so shout out uh, to machine screen print shout out as well to uh, Lincoln Design Company and now we're on to the Q&A of the day guys I thought that's fun I I like doing that sometimes it's good stuff so onto the chat now it's time for the Q&A of the day Which way should your sleeve print be? Yeah, it's up to you, man. Like this one because All right, i'm gonna start at the top Oh and fusion 180 no fibr. Oh, oh, I wanted to go back to this because jason's saying that he's tried the fusion 180 Which I have but I haven't tested it yet. He's saying it doesn't have a lot of fibrillation, So that's amazing because that's what it's all about. It's cutting down on the fib Oh and by the way so this is the first neat little thing that I've gotten like shout out wise since I've started this whole weird little media thing with the videos and uh, you I did that review on the easy squeegee and and then like the guy that makes them is like gonna send me uh, one or hopefully a bunch and then we'll just uh, use them in the shop so it's like I found a product I liked did a comparison and then the dudes reaching out to me talking about he's gonna hook me up with the new model so i just gotta say hopefully he sends me more than one and then we'll use them in every video because i like them they work better in my opinion i just i think though also uh we good uh part of the problem that i have with screen printing is and it's just more something to do with me personally but i got this this tennis elbow issue that i i developed when i was printing and now I just look for any reason to alleviate that pain and surprisingly enough, I feel like those squeegees reduces on that that pressure here and then the wrist pressure. It's all in this arm. Okay guys, but that was just cool. I thought that was kind of neat. All right, moving on to the Q&A of the day. Yeah, the print fam's here. Uh, Some people are getting in a little bit late, but welcome, I'm glad you made it to the thing thing. Shout out to Colin Dowden. Kylan Dowden? Shout it out. Consider yourself. Shout it, Martha. Speed lips going on. Okay. This is, this is an interesting question. Screener Hub says, after you coat your screen, how long does it stay good before you have to burn it? Uh, and I've never confirmed this on a technical level, but in Arizona, because of how goddamn hot it is and it never cools down, first off we use a dual cure like uh, emulsion and it doesn't have the best shelf life because it's pre-sensitized uh mix that in with the heat of the dark room and those things don't seem to last much over 30 days after after we've coated them if they sit in there for 30 days uncoated like you know we haven't been cycling them or we slack out on that they'll usually almost be fully exposed by the time we go to use it. This is just what I've experienced. I haven't done any hard testing with this cause we try to just cycle through them. So they get coded, they usually get used the next day or the day after that. But it does seem like maybe 30 days is your maximum in like a hot screen room or something. I don't know. Okay. This is in regards to a video that I made about cutting down on fibrillation, which is what silicone spray do you use? Give me one sec and I'll tell you. You guys chat amongst yourselves. Okay. The brand. The brand that I use is Komi. Is not focus? There we go. Comey 610. This is the stuff. Uh, And a lot of people were asking... It's all... You know... This is... Okay, and this is another thing, guys. I I bring this up because it's just like... I feel like people ask questions to like... I remember getting caught in this trap back in the day where you're just like asking questions that are almost irrelevant just to like prevent you from doing it or something and I see a lot of newbies doing this listen if you're if you want to get a screen print and just do it if you're looking for ways to cut down a fibrillation and somebody recommends something to you buy the buy something similar it doesn't have to be the exact brand just buy the same thing and try it for yourself so one of the questions I saw well does this make using this does this make it like to where the overprint colors won't stick on the white underbase, and I get your concern with that. And it doesn't. This releases nothing onto the plastisol at all. It literally creates no film. Uh, but you should try it for yourself and test it out and see if that's the issue for you. Just bringing this up because um, there's always gonna be something somewhere where it's like the counter to that. So like someone will say that this is the only way to go, and then you'll get another person that goes, nope tried it wash test failed doesn't work and then in which case uh they're probably full of shit or they're just being assholes but on the other side of that could be so if you hear something if somebody recommends it whether it's myself or another screen printer or another channel buy the shit try it out see if it works for you that's the best advice i can give you man don't take no one's word for nothing because uh i'm in here pretending like i know what the hell i'm talking about but just like everybody else man it's just it's I'm creating content and so I I believe I know a lot of stuff but I don't know it all and uh, sometimes my methods for testing are flawed they're not very scientific I'm going by feel and sometimes when you go by feel you feel like it's right but it's not and sometimes you feel like it's wrong but it's right anyway I don't know where I was going with that but yeah back to the question call me 610 I stayed perfectly on topic with that rant. I felt really good about it. All right, next question. Okay, and you just asked it. Okay, Brian, how much does the silicone affect the print? It don't. But it does cut down on fibrillation, especially It's you don't notice the cut down on fibrillation as much when you do an underbase and then you're hitting the colors directly over the top, but if you do the flattening stroke and then you do another overprint, like to do a double white. Oh my god, the second hit of white is butter, baby. It's butter. Not so much when you do colors directly over the first base of white, but it's still a lot smoother. And it really it cuts down a lot, specifically with Plastisol on that suede feel. It's always there a little bit, but it does cut down on it a lot uh Give us one give us one do a giveaway with the squeegees Carlos If the easy squeegee guy gave me a buttload of them to do a giveaway with I Absolutely promise you I will but in the meantime no until I have about 12 of them I'm hoarding them because I want to use them. I want to at least be able to fill the thing all the both presses with those squeegees cuz I love them but after I get my 12 and if he's if he hooks me up with a bunch of them I'll absolutely do a giveaway for you guys thank you for uh, shouting out the uh, influence industry says dope podcast I appreciate it I'm working on it man I'm not there yet I'm learning how to, to do this but I'm I'm into it I like it a lot I really get into it once it starts going but some of the technical things like with the video audio delay these things piss me off and and it makes you feel kind of shit uh george leon says shout out to the guys in the background yeah yeah shout them out they're they're inking fo show okay uh looks like we got 41 viewers guys from alan defy it's the highest we've been so one new viewer per episode uh we'll get to a thousand live viewers in like 10 years but that's okay you got to remember, too, just because only that many people tune in live, you'll the numbers go up higher throughout the week because these post to YouTube. And also, a lot of people are listening on the podcast. We just need you all to rate and review on iTunes so that the podcast gets out there further. But it's going well. What's a good inkjet printer that's lower cost? I have no idea. I used the Epson 3000 for years, dude. I got to the point where I could work on that thing. I could change out print heads. I could change out the entire rail system on my own. And then it finally took a dump. It took a dump. It's last time, and I couldn't buy a print head for it anymore. And I instantly got a used 4800, which is what we've been using now for like the last four years and it runs strong and you can get them used fairly inexpensively uh but i have not ever had to buy a new print head for that so i don't know what it would cost to replace one but i would just say get the wide format 4800 and be done with it that kind of replaced the epson 3000 which was the industry workhorse for a long time now i feel like that one is uh i just everybody you know you (sighs) ever I just feel like there are cheaper printer options you can go smaller format but much like a dryer you should get as much as you can for your money and those little eight and a half by 11 or 11 by 17 inch printers they just don't give you what you want and you so I don't know but yeah anything from Epson will work just fine what you want to do is find a printer whatever brand you go with find one you like and then Go on eBay, go on Amazon, and look for the refillable inkjet cartridges for that brand that you're looking at. Uh, from there, you know that you'll be able to buy a chip resetter, you'll be able to buy the black ink, and you'll be able to refill those cartridges, and you'll have a blacked out system. Because that's what we do, and that's what most printers do. You don't buy the black Max, you just buy those refillable ink cartridges, you buy them, you buy the, the ink by the liter from your print supplier, fill it up, you do the thing, you're good to go. So that's what i would do what is the best blocker additive blocker do you mean like for pinholes like block out like a block out pen and speaking of which the vlog that i shot yesterday which will be posted tomorrow morning uh I, I share a quick tip with you and the way that we the block out pin that I use now is actually a squeeze bottle filled with emulsion the same emulsion we used to coat the thing with uh, and then if you find a pinhole you put a little dab on it you hit it with UV light and it's just as hard as the emulsion which means it will also be waterproof like your emulsion so you actually uh, fill the pinhole and it won't break down during production on water and discharge runs so use emulsion to patch pinholes if that's what you're asking I think that's what you're asking. And uh Yeah, so someone's asking, uh I just saw it. How I'm just gonna cause he says how do you test different inks? I just saw the thing and now gosh damn it. Okay. Man, now you guys you guys are killing it. okay how do you test out different inks this is from design gnome do you buy small batches or do you request samples from local suppliers it's hard to find smaller sizes of certain stuff i mean i buy it all by the court if i'm testing something i've never done a, a test before but when i first started i would buy everything in quarts because i didn't want to buy gallons because i was just starting out and at that time i would always try a different brand And I've tried the majority of the inks and I found that I liked Union's bright cotton white for just for cotton printing because it's the easiest print. It's easiest to print and it has a slight puffing agent which gives like a very high opacity print uh, and for some reason it just falls through the mesh easier and I've tried them all man. The one that I hated the most, well, there was two. International Coatings, Slight Concrete, and also the goddamn Wilflex. Oh, I haven't tried Lava yet, but the Wilflex white, the high-opacity white, was like printing uh, blank. I don't It was just, dude, it was so heavy. So so heavy, hated it. International coatings white, Will Flex white, too heavy, but I'm excited to try lava because I think they've they've changed some things around. They've lightened it up a little bit. But yeah, as far as what I'm doing, I'm acquiring my quartz and I'm going to do just same screen, same mesh, same substrate, same brand of shirt. And I'm just going to do a pool test and then I'm going to do a, an opacity test based on the same number of pools, same flashes and just try to get scientific with with it for you guys uh, some of your suppliers will give you excuse me some of your suppliers will give you samples others won't my local suppliers are pretty good about it but you'll also find that they usually only carry one or two brands so you gotta buy it from you gotta get it from different places anyway Uh. <laughs> sorry guys I'm, I'm flipping through the questions right now so just bear with me I'm trying not to do that thing where I read aloud because it's really an it, it annoyed me when I watched one of these back I was like dude you actually you you're one of them people you're the fucking guy that reads and goes I didn't know I was that guy until I watched one of these and I I was cringing All right, guys. So, yeah, some uh, this is good. Other people are answering for you. So, yeah, there's like – there's it looks like, yeah, Epson, Canon. I trust Epson uh, most of all, I guess, just because they're so universally known. And there's every – to me, it, it's more important that you can find a printer that has a refillable cartridge system for it. If it has that, you'll be good to go. That's all you really need to be looking for. Another thing you might want to consider is that it does have compatibility with AccuRip. Because not every printer does. But I'm pretty sure AccuRip supports most of the Epson series. Just keep all those things in mind. Okay. Screener Hub. Thanks. It won't be that long. A week at most. This is cool. This is the show for the whole shop. We stop everything to watch you. Dude. I just felt like a shit load of pressure from that one comment dude that's awesome though but holy crap so everyone so people are stopping what they're doing to watch this show guys we have like a big responsibility here uh some of the people elevation jason you guys that have been here for a while make sure to um to dive in and help people out too if if i'm missing comments and questions and shit because it's getting harder and harder to see to make my way through this and I don't have an organized mind. I'm uh, anyway. That's really cool, though. That you guys stop everything you're doing now. You'll see this little shit-eating grin on my face. It's not gonna go away. Yeah, so Jason says he had a screen in a black bag for over a year and it exposed. Fine, no lie. Same with mixed emulsion, have a month shelf life, bullshit. So he's calling me out on my bullshit. It's a little aggressive, Jason. You might want to watch your tone, but uh, I can speak from experience in the shop. We have screens that that don't get cycled through and uh, the timeline may be slightly off, but definitely, definitely, definitely it has a shelf life. Especially if it's in the heat uh, and it may also be that just the light seeping through into the dark room, but whatever the case Yeah, they they have shelf lives But yeah, if it probably if it's in a black bag and it's completely blocked From any sort of light getting to it. Yeah, it might be okay But watch tone Jason or you're gonna be kicked out print bam, dude Don't want that Uh. How do you handle if a potential customer wants to see a sample of the job you are quoting before they commit to the order? There's uh, yeah, it's super frustrating and you have and you cuz you're the problem is you're trying to com- convince or help the customer understand the setup times. What big shops do is they have a sampling program where they typically have a dedicated manual press to it uh and you know they charge full retail for the garment plus thirty bucks per color. Some even higher than that for the sampling program. In which case, if you're doing thousands of shirts, tens of thousands of shirts, you got no problem playing, paying for a pre-production print sample. If they're only doing a hundred, uh, the cost for the sample would be more than the cost of the job, and you basically just set it up that way. Like, look, you pay for the setup time we'll be glad we're gladly able to do a print production sample for you but this is the cost retail for the shirt plus you know 30 bucks uh per screen to set it up do the print sample then we tear it all down and then you're going to do another setup fee when we go back to production this is pretty much what everybody does so yeah you just got to charge them for it dude if they want a production pre-run production sample you got to charge them for it and you got you just keep your you keep in the mindset that um you're gonna set it up, get them the sample, and then instantly get it off press. When you're in that mindset and you're selling them on it that you're setting it up, you're doing the sample, and then you're tearing it back down so that you can continue on with production, then they'll understand it too. It's like, okay, he's gotta set the job up, do the print, uh, hand it off to me, tear it back down. Keep on production and then when I'm ready to move forward, then he's got to set it back up again. They'll get it You just got to explain it to him. Um Well, all right, but that's the riot Lava, okay, so I'm a gorilla says lava is still heavy and thick as hell. Yeah, that's what I was concerned of I I have a strong feeling that there's not a lot of difference between the will lava series and just standard Wilflex. flex I'm, pfft, Ryan it just seems to be doing a lot of relabeling I don't know. I think even their water-based stuff is just relabeled, relabeled Matsui, or it was at one time. It might not be anymore, but, uh, elevation print. Yeah, cool, man. People are getting into this thing, man. Okay. Uh, Okay. Jason says, No, nah, dude. I was, as a matter of fact, what's it calling. Yeah. Okay. Cool, man. Thanks, bud. You never know. It's hard. When people are texting, you don't catch their um their intent. You know? you know what I'm saying? But what we're trying to do in this whole thing is keep everyone positive, and then everybody grows together. And how do you price out a live print? Alan DeFi. People are asking. So... <clears throat> I really hesitate to bring up anything with live printing because we're still trying to like kind of get a, a stranglehold on that industry, and all. Okay, this is what I'll say: when you're pricing pretty much anything, you just got to do a cost-plus type of a situation. So you need to know your entire month what what it costs to cover all your shit, and then how many jobs you can do or that you would need to do within that given month to cover your cost plus a profit margin of 10%, 20%, 50%, 100%. Some people want to make 100% of their costs, 30% of their cost, 50% of their cost, whatever. But just do a cost plus pricing. Know what your expenses are, estimate how many live events you can do in a given month, and then base your pricing on that. That's what I would do. That's That's exactly how we price it uh and you know and you just need to know how much markup you want how much do you want to make on it and another thing that i would say this is the last piece of advice i'm giving you treat live screen printing as a separate business from your print shop it's a separate source of income so don't count how much you make in the print shop okay count it as its own thing even rent out a little space, like your storage space in your shop for live screen printing. You, you estimate all your costs. You estimate the rent for the equipment in your screen. You estimate estimate the rent for the exposure unit, which you make the screens with. Get all those costs included in it and then do the cost plus pricing analysis. And it'll get you quoted out. Now, here's the problem, which is what I'm battling with. Uh, everyone's trying to get into it. So it's very soon going to get to a point where... Uh, yeah, you, you got to try to have six of them going in a month for it to be a sustainable business. Which locally, it's going to be difficult. Okay, Ryanette, yeah, yeah. So Jason says Ryanette is all rebranded. I'm pretty sure their their water based stuff. It, for a long time, they were rebranding Matsui, but they may have gone with a different brand. I just printed this shirt was printed on um the blue water base that they offer, and it dude it was it was so silky this it was like runny jelly and it printed so well so i don't think it's Suey anymore but whatever they got going with their water-based stuff whatever brand it is it's awesome it's really awesome so that's what i'll say about that i'm a gorilla thanks Ken. it looks like the same stuff you get from dick blick their watercolor stuff that is yeah it just it prints so smooth though Okay, so you got to reduce the lava. That's good to know. For ink, Lancer inks, the best. Okay. Uh I'll have to try out Lancer. I I don't think that I know of them. That's, is that Excalibur? The Excalibur stuff? What flash dryer do you have? Gabriel Lopez, what flash dryer do you have? Right now we have Vastex. I had a workhorses or workhorse. We had two of them for a long time. They took a crap on us. And then we went with that Vastex. Which isn't—I don't think it's infrared. I think it's got like a tight coil weave. I'm not sure, but it—it it works pretty good, and they were pretty. It's cheap, and cheap is always good. Uh, for our mobile one, we have an infrared panel that is custom made, custom fit, and that one works really good. Those infrared panels seem to be a little bit better than like the coil, then But the Vastex ones, apparently, I don't know the tech specs of it, but they have a tighter coil weave, so they seem to work pretty good. Got it now. Oh, the group is awesome. Yeah, I feel like that the Facebook group is blowing up. Everyone, make sure to go send a request over there. There I go. Guys, I'm trying to find some more some more questions here. How long? God damn it. I'm just, yeah, it's pretty cool that we got more people slowly joining in. And who is it on the Facebook group? Someone, ch- I th- I think it's Michael, I think, that's running the, uh, the screen printing Q&A Facebook group. With like seven, I don't remember if it was 700 or 7,000 members. It was some crazy shit like that. That thing is popping off. I didn't understand the power of Facebook groups, man. I was trying to figure out, but to me, like a group is way more important than a page. From and I don't know anything about Facebook, but I'm learning, and that the groups seem much, so much cooler, man. Like you can build communities in the group. Yeah, they use yeah, 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 they, yeah. Uh, Ryanette used to use international coding stuff. That's right. Uh, anyway, guys yes lancer excalibur yeah i have some of that sitting here i'm going to be doing that's going to be in my uh, white ink comparison how do you set up your conveyor for water-based curing well our conveyor dryer does it has forced air it has like a forced air blower on the top luckily it's just one of those old phoenix dryers so it works really well but even then still we slow the belt speed down to like a crawl and then we just take the temperature down so that we're not exceeding you know the 300 we try to keep below 320 like in the 300 degree mark and just let it simmer with water-based ink the thing is just to try to keep it in that tunnel for two ideally three minutes but just try to keep it in that tunnel for as long as possible on a little bit lower heat so you don't scorch anything and that's what we do with our tunnel if you have a really short chamber you're probably going to have to run it through twice and just slow that belt down to a crawl Uh, i have also seen people do things like uh I can't speak to this but close the back gate, open the front gate and send a fan kind of blowing through it so that it gets the air circulating through the chamber, which in return will help that water evaporate and cure them water-based inks a little bit quicker. Yeah, yeah, it's elevation. Okay, that's you, right? Right. 7,000 people in the screen printing Q&A. Elevation print and sign is killing the Facebook group game. If any of you guys, I think pretty much all of you are from that group, right? So if you're not though, head on over there to the screen printing Q&A and sign up there as well. And also uh, Elevation, man, give me a, get some more shouts on that Q&A, man. Get them over to the Print Life group too. And I don't want to take them from you. You probably worked really hard to, to get that thing built up, which is awesome. Uh, now... Standard graphics is asking if we run LEDs in our unit. Nope. We just have that metal, metal halide, which I think is an old technology now. I want to move to LEDs. I keep hearing good things about it, but you got to have certain emulsions and stuff is about all I know. Haven't, haven't made the thing yet. And I do not use, I don't know anything about LEDs. Yeah, so a lot of people with their dryers, they don't have forced air, in which case apparently a fan works just fine. An elevation print and sign says he uses a fan and it works fine. A fan will blow some of the temperature out, though. Absolutely it will. You may find that you have to crank the temp up, hit the fan in it, and then that will lower your temperature. You got it's A lot of that stuff, man, when you're doing things with equipment that isn't exactly right, you actually become a better printer in a lot of ways because you learn how to fudge shit. Uh, which is what you're gonna be dealing with because you don't have the right dryer you'll find that yeah you blow a fan on it and you gotta crank the heat up to 11 and you slow the belt down but then the fans blowing the air out so the temperature actually drops Just it's all experimentation but you can do it it'll work what do you use for emulsion we use photo cure blue by Marukami Marukami I love this shit it does have a short shelf life But it has a really high solids contents or solids Whatever they call it. So it builds up a pretty thick stencil even with just one pass on each side Uh, very few pinholes And it reclaims easily and it's fairly waterproof if you're doing a a Water-based run under a hundred pieces. You don't have to harden it. If you're over a hundred pieces We just use the stencil hardener wipe it on both sides and we're good to go It'll last the the full water-based print run. We got it all that shit dialed man. The next step for me at our shop is I'm really looking forward to automating. Oh, by the way, guys, so another space came up right in this from the same from my landlord. I'm not saying that this one is for certain yet because, you know, the last one I couldn't get in because we have a a douchey tenant upstairs. You've heard the story. Who cares? Moving on. But another one came up. There is one concern with the fact that. It's in this building and there's not a drain anywhere close So we're trying to find out if we can somehow get a saw cut in there and get into the main so that we can install a drain Uh, We also are not uh, uh, The building has three phase power but I can't tell. Each one of these units has their own individual box. And I can't tell if they ran the four legs into the power box so they haven't gone in there yet. But anyway, there's a few things that we're checking on, so it's not guaranteed. Not even, I'm not even getting myself into that position again to be let down. But I am looking at another very cool space. Reasonably priced. Uh, and hopefully, if, things, if everything works well, we'll be in there in a, in a month or two or something like that. No rush. No big deal, but... But yeah, so that's kind of exciting and that's a little bit of news to bring me out of the funk of the old thing. And uh once I'm and I've decided to like, okay. I gotta slow my roll on everything anyway, because I was so amped up and ready to go. And like that's when I thrive is when things are fucking crashing on my head. but after this thing kind of fell down, I was like, Okay, let's take a step back. What I'm gonna do is get my space get situated in there get a good plan and then i'm gonna get the shit. this last one dude like i had everything going and basically we were gonna have everything ordered and on on the way to it uh and i was ready to do it but like almost thinking back on it looking at it it's like luckily something fell through to just kind of get the role slowed down a little bit so that i could take a step back and reevaluate it and now i see let's get into the space get situated kind of get business running through it and then start bringing the equipment in that we need. And what I do see as a a much better granted we need to automate, but one of the things that I see as a more important purchase right now would actually be a bigger dryer that can handle two jobs going simultaneously. That would almost be as important or more important purchase than the dryer or than the than the automatic press itself. So we're going to we're going to probably start doing it that way. Anyway, yeah, I just wanted to update you guys on that. But, guys, it's it's 4.59 p.m. I think we made it about an hour, and I'm pretty happy with it. The Q&A went well. Everyone was here chiming in, doing a good job. Uh, a lot of people, Jason, Elevation Print, you guys are in here got kind of helping answer questions, which is freaking awesome because uh, I, I have a hard time catching them all when I'm sitting here babbling. Uh but yeah, so I just want to thank everybody for tuning into this and for those of you who who like straight up stop what you're doing to come watch this show, I am I can't even express how honored I am that, that y'all are even willing to listen to me do this shit. It means a, a, it means the world to me. Truly. Uh And now I got to do my outro shout outs cuz this is important as they say. It's got to be done. So Thank you for tuning in to the Print Life Podcast live. Uh, you got to do the like on this video and all of my videos. You got to do the share on all your social media. You got to subscribe and you got to make sure that bell has been dinged so that you get notified when I do the uploading thing, which I'm doing. I'm doing a video every day this month, and there's still what ten days to go. So I've almost I've done twenty i have uh, i have done a video 20 goddamn videos so far that is crazy dude it's crazy and i uh i don't know i i don't know i might do i might do another month of this i haven't decided yet i kind of wanted to see where our numbers ended up at the end but anyway guys the way that i keep doing a video a day is if this shit gets shared and it starts to get out to more and more people so the more you can share it the more it helps me out the more i continue to do this um On this live feed I have intentions to start doing um, Skype interviews with other screen printers that are in different levels of the industry and really start building this live feed into something more than just my wonderful face chatting at you guys I want to turn it into more of a show like a like a a variety show around the printing industry so there are big plans with that but the only way that that happens is if the numbers keep going up so share 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 This is your baby as much as it is mine. The more you share it the more it gets out there The longer it keeps going and watch all my vlogs guys at least the 2017 vlog watch them all Do a binge of it Um, Make sure to send a request to the print life Facebook group and that's pretty much it. That was the whole shout out so make sure to keep printing my print family this shit was a blast And we'll see you next Wednesday, 4 p.m. Same damn place, same damn time, same damn channel. Cameron out. Shaw.